Hi everyone, I hope you like listening to our podcast. This is Bogdan here, the producer and the editor of the show. The following part is a recording of Steve Bitterman, our CEO in conversation with Nancy Monroe of Verbal Transactions on her podcast, Contact Center Insights. To listen to the entire episode or more episodes by Nancy, go to your favorite podcast app and search for Contact Center Insights. To hear more about NobleBiz and the products Steve talks about, go to noblebiz.com. Let's listen in. I'm going to tap into your wisdom today because your current business, uh, NobleBiz, to me, I think is extremely relevant today. I think you're probably, you know, I, I hope your phone is ringing off the hook, but, you know, basically you've built a system that's a completely cloud-based call center, phone system, you know, everything that can help with business redundancy and all of that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got to that point where you're, you know, you thought this would be a great solution for the contact center space. For contact centers, which was a little bit different than uh, the other carriers that, that uh, contact center runs into, because we knew the contact center had a specific need. So we have a worldwide network, a carrier network. We're not a referral a telco, mm-hmm. we're a true carrier. And over the years, you know, we've we've obviously uh, grown to be the leader in that. At some point in time, and this is really about six years ago, we realized that as people were moving away from the on-premise and, and moving into the cloud, that our own relevancy required us to uh, to recognize that technology, not just back-end carrier, was important. Because we all had so much experience in contact center ourselves, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we began to build our own hosted platform. We've done some acquisitions since. We've listened a lot to our clients to try to to say what what is relevant because the contact center space is not a a quick adopter of new technologies, we said, mm-hmm. well, what are they really using today? And and obviously, Omnichannel is finally in motion within contact centers, although discussed for many years, and, and we fit mm-hmm. perfectly as a carrier and, uh, you know, a manufacturer. Right, right. And, you know, I, I uh, was at an event in New York City uh, last year, and they talked about how still 70% of contact centers at that time were on premise. Even though, you know, you go to a trade show, you see cloud here, cloud this, omni channel that. <laughs> you know, so it's um yeah, yeah. I think what 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 COVID nineteen has accelerated in uh, that timeline of really, you know, forcing people into that business model. Have you seen that? Well, I think change in itself you know, inevitably that dynamic leads to uh other dis- allowance of other decisions. So if you're going to adopt it, so if you're moving agents home that you may mm-hmm. not have had home and they begin to be successful, but you also recognize that your own client base uh, may not yet uh, be using you as much because of the pandemic, you have to be able to say, well, what other things can my technology provide? And mm-hmm. and, and the truth of the matter is this, we, we're all using uh, we're all using a wide range of channels uh, as consumers. On our website, we chat pops up. You use chat. We talk to people at the airlines. Uh, uh, you know, we do that without uh, any. 
complete automation without any any real people and it's and when we can show the client today that has just gone home that they can enhance their their offering and their own operations without any additional cost well that becomes really attractive you know and and really there is no reason you need to charge more for a, a wide range of channels uh i one last thing i would say is this over the years mm -hmm. multi channels has has been uh, what people have been looking at, which is how do I do chat? How do I do email? How do I do voice mm -hmm. or video? Uh, but but they were always separate. So you would lose the chain of connectivity and reporting piece with the client. Whereas today, an omni-channel solution allows you to queue up any form of communication and allows you to whatever it is, if it's a chat versus a video, it stays within Q, and Q, as any contact center will tell you, is really the key to uh, to the, their need. And now that we accomplish that, yeah, we we are our phones are actually ringing. I wouldn't say off the hook, but certainly ringing. Right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's uh, you know I saw a demonstration at that same event where somebody says, okay, I'm going to start with. Uh, Somebody's on chat on our website. They're having a problem, and then they did a screen share, so they did, you know they didn't have to jump out of that channel to keep the thread going. And so I think that's what's really key is keeping the thread of communication yeah. going consistently. And you know, to me, it's like, oh yeah, why aren't more people doing this? But you know, you've got those sunk costs in a lot of these call centers, and they just, you know, their their well, margins that, are pretty thin as they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, They've sunk that into their capital expenditures over the years, and they have on-site yep. systems, and they feel their whole staff is based on supporting that on-premise system. So it's mm -hmm. it's difficult to to simply let's change our whole model. But the pandemic is forcing the issue, and yeah. and so it, it's less of a decision now for uh, an owner of a contact center versus necessity to to go home and all of a sudden they go home and they see limitations on their on-premise system and they and then they see there may be some cost savings uh as well and they see it's simple to use i mean why wouldn't you do it you know and, and frankly right. we're not the only right. ones with it there are a lot of there are not a lot but there are a number of, of strong companies doing it the right way and you know we'd like to just think we're one of them yeah well and it's and it's a great redundancy plan you know, for any business operation yep. like that, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and by now, the way, redundancy mm -hmm. was the original reason for remote agents, right? And, and, yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and now you, you know, you just get to go to another level. Yeah. No, it's uh, it is funny because I was talking to a call center the other day, and they said, "Well, you know, because I thought they would run into the problem where." Maybe their agents, you know, once they were forced to work from home, they, you know, a lot of people use a Mac as their personal computer. Yeah. And I said, well, did you run into a, a situation where a lot of people had Macs? And she's like, no. Actually, our biggest problem was more people had Windows 7 than Windows 10. And so I'm right. like, oh, that's, you know, interesting. So our IT people had to kind of relax their rules a little bit. Uh, even though Microsoft themselves are starting to not support Windows 7 and, and either, you know, just let them use that version or, you know, wait until they can get upgraded or, you know, figure something out. But, you know, some of these rules that uh, people were so stringent with before with their on-premise systems, you know, I think they're beginning to realize 
the benefits too of not just necessarily having this one kind of architecture that you know it it doesn't break it works you know the system's there but you know I think you know yeah. stretching out to the cloud and, and and putting different types of architectures in place you know is is well, a good thing for these IT folks too. Putting architecture in place when you manufacture, when we design uh, our technology that allows for a wider range of, of, of uh, computer systems that, that the agents are using at mm -hmm. home or abroad or elsewhere so that we can, uh, we can be flexible. So, I mean, the real key with uh, being able to offer a more universal solution, whether it be in a wide range of channels, queued or just simply you can go home or not or be anywhere in the world and, and work. Yeah. Uh, the real yeah. key there is, is creating versatility in, in it. I mean, uh, that's the, the harder part to solve, but uh, if you're solving it at the point of architecture, as you know, with your own stuff, you know, that's the right way to do it. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, where I, I'm, I'm sure that they quickly put this together that um, from a, hiring standpoint and a recruitment standpoint, all these folks that had the brick and mortar call centers where they were limited to their talent pool are now thinking, why did we do why did we do this a long time ago? Because we can hire anybody now. You know, we don't have to be just stuck with the, the geographical region that we're at because they probably go through that pool, you know, pretty fast if you're in a kind of a rural area. Well, you know, it, it's an interesting thing. We've, for many years, obviously, there's been a, a uh, a lot of initiatives towards offshore outsourcing groups mm -hmm. anywhere in the world. But uh, the idea of just in the States being able to just uh, where, where companies value the need to be able to just employ within the States, they can do that in those remote mm -hmm. areas or rural areas uh, perfectly with this. And, you know, but yeah. the, I think the key, the key is, uh, somebody feeling, uh, a manager feeling that they can control their environment. And they're used to coming into an office and seeing 500 agents and feeling yeah. that, that, that they know how to manage that. And, and so what that requires and what we've done is, you know, you end up building tools that, that allow you to do the same thing but remote so mm -hmm. that I can see my agent sitting in a small town somewhere in the world. I can listen to them. I can participate with them. Uh, and my virtual environment, it won't lose me any of the traction and gain I feel I get in person. And the last thing is it's got to be easy as heck to, to train and to use. Yeah. And, and, yep. and that, that's what I think contact center sphere is. They go, you know, I don't know that just anybody anywhere can learn the technology, but when you show them that anybody anywhere certainly can within five minutes, then they're five minutes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. we're talking. Yeah. To listen to the entire episode or more episodes by Nancy, go to your favorite podcast app and search for Contact Center Insights. To hear more about NobleBiz and the products Steve talks about, go to noblebiz.com.